This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3734, for Thursday, the 24th of November 2022. Today's show is entitled INetD, the Internet Super Server. It is hosted by BinRC and is about 17 minutes long. It carries an explicit flag. The summary is I talk about INetD and give an example of how to write a service for it. How's it going, Hacker Public Radio? Uh, I'm your host, Ben RC, for today. Um, today I'm going to talk about INETD, the Internet Super Server. Um, INETD is a classic Unix daemon, uh, and it's slowly becoming one of my favorite daemons because it makes writing programs that talk over the network super easy. Uh, INETD handles all of the hard socket stuff, and it allows admins to write really simple Unixy programs. Um, INETD is also useful because it allows us to write services that only run when they are requested, um, and, and this reduces the overall system load. Uh, so how does INETD work? I, I sort of think of INETD as sort of a wrapper daemon. Uh, INETD is always running despite the fact that many, if not all, of its subservices are not always running. They only run when they are requested. Um, INETD listens on a specific port or multiple ports. Uh, when it gets a request, it handles all of the hard socket parts that we don't want to write the code for. Uh, this request is then passed to one of our INETD services. Um, in this example, I'm going to use a really simple server. Uh, this server is going to echo back whatever request the user sends. I'm going to call this service EchoD. Um, so INETD will pass the request to EchoD as text. EchoD will read that request from standard in and write its response to standard out. Everything written to standard out, INETD passes that to the client. Uh, EchoD then exits. A good INETD service does not um, stay running forever in the background because a, a new process is spawned typically every time. Um, I, INETD is invoked. Uh, so the example for an echo server, uh, I, I use OpenBSD on my web server. Um, sadly, it seems like systemd sockets have replaced INETD on many, if not all, Linux systems. I've tried to use systemd sockets. They are incredibly painful, um, incredibly difficult. And even if you have a perfect configuration, oftentimes they seem to not want to work. Uh, so I can't verify that these examples exactly will work on a non-OpenBSD system. Um, but if you're on a Debianoid, you can install the OpenBSD-INETD package. Um, I also believe this package comes on uh, FreeBSD, although they may ship their own. I can't exactly remember. Um, so let's write out our EchoD service and the configuration file required to get it working. Uh, so INETD's configuration file is in slash etsy slash inetd.conf. Um, if you're on an OpenBSD system, you can read slash etsy slash examples slash inetd.conf, and it's a good example file. Most of it's commented out because a lot of those services are not secure. Um, <laughs> 
uh, for example, you don't want to run an echo server in production. You don't want to run a finger server in production, right? Uh, so the format for an inetd configuration file is port, socket type, protocol. Uh, you can tell it to either wait or no wait. For a lot of these smaller services, no wait is a better option. If you have something big like HTTP, you probably want to wait. Um, and then you specify which user you want the inetd service to run as. Uh, don't run it as root. Okay, there's a daemon user for a reason. Run it as a daemon user or make a specific user uh, restrict his discretionary access control to where he someone can't send a request to the system and now they have a, uh, a way to get a remote shell. Um, then you specify the server program and any server arguments which are optional. Those are like uh, flags you would pass to the service. Um, because inetd reads from standard in, um, oftentimes you can do arguments that way, but if you have some sort of hard-coded value, uh, you can pass them through uh, flags in the last field. So the example for the fingerd service, uh, it's listening on port 999 uh, with some white space stream space tcp space no wait space daemon slash opt slash echo d slash echo d dot sh. I like to put a lot of the programs I write in slash opt because I don't like when I compile a program from source and it litters files all over my slash user directory that are impossible. It's impossible to find them all. Uh, so because I don't like programs that do that, I typically try to make all of my programs sit inside of slash opt. Uh, that's what that directory is for. It's for optional things you install that are not part of the base system and are also not part of your package manager. And then I try to make sure these files don't um, expand outside of their directory. So that way, for example, you're done with the echo D service. You want to get rid of all the files. All you have to do is rm-rf slash uh, opt slash echo D. And guess what? You no longer have those files on your system. Um, uh, so, so our echo D service, so um, actually inetd, inetd is listening on port 9999. Uh, when it gets a request on this port, it will run the command slash opt slash echo D slash echo D dot sh as the daemon user. Um, what does our echo D dot sh look like? Uh, this is our service file, if you will. This is just a shell script. Uh, it's hash bang bin sh while read l do echo dollar l done exit zero. So what this shell script is going to do is read uh, from standard in. It's going to write exactly what it read from standard in to standard out and then it's going to exit. Uh, be sure to chmod plus x this file. Uh, you also need to if you're on OpenBSD uh, rcctl enable inetd and rcctl start inetd uh, or your service won't run. How you start and stop services will vary. Um, I've never used inetd on a systemd system that I can remember. Uh, so your service uh, arguments will probably be different. Um, how you can test your inetd service. Sometimes you can use curl. Oftentimes I don't like to use curl because curl assumes HTTP. Uh, so I'm going to use netcat because netcat 
uh, it's it's a lot smaller than curl. I think of it as a cat command that runs over the network, hence the name netcat. Uh, so how I'm going to test uh, our inetd echo server uh, is I echo foobar uh, pipe nc-n localhost um, 9999. And then the response I get is foobar. So I said, hey, server foobar, and the server says foobar. Right, that's that's what it does. It echoes back exactly what I told it. Uh, the netcat flags dash n means exit. I think after you get a response, um, and then it's server host, uh, server host name, and then port. I should say. You can also use telnet to test this echo service. So how you do that is telnet localhost nine 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 nine. And then everything you type followed by a new line is echoed back to you. So I write foo, the server says foo. I write foobar, the server says foobar. I write echo back, the server says echo back. Uh, I then close the connection. And another server I wrote for inetd was a finger server. This was many months ago. It might have actually been last year now that I think about it. Uh, I wrote this finger server to learn more about how inetd works and to write a finger daemon that doesn't allow for enumerating, I guess, non-regular users, non-login users. Uh, I have a link to uh, my GitLab where you can download fingerd. Um, it's fairly simple. It's pretty much a, a glorified cat program that looks for uh, the the user that you requested, the fingerd says, is this a subdirectory? For example, is user bin rc a subdirectory in slash home? If not, print nothing in exit. If yes, uh, you need to open up uh, bin rc's uh, dot plan um, dot dot. Uh, what are the other ones for finger? I haven't looked into finger for a while. Uh, you need to open up binrc's dot plan dot project dot mail adder and dot pgp key files and then print them to standard out. Uh, the reason I wrote this not it wasn't because I wanted to run a finger server it's because I was playing with the normal finger server and uh, I guess the standard finger server on on openBSD it will allow you to finger uh, users like root or, or httpd right those are not the types of users you want <laughs> your finger server saying oh yeah the last time the root user logged in was this date here here's the last time someone logged in as the httpd user you know that you generally don't want that type of information uh, just easily accessible with a single uh, request for anybody in the world um, so I just wrote a simple finger server uh, all it does is essentially say, here's the user at the host name. Uh, here's what is contained in their files. Um, I also am currently working on a Gopher server that runs through inetd. This is largely to learn more about how Gopher works, uh, to write a Gopher server that doesn't allow for path traversal. And to do some MIME type stuff in C programming for auto index purposes. I haven't completed the auto index component yet um, because Gopher is kind of messy um, and so are MIME types. But uh, I included this anyway, even though it's incomplete, because it's a really simple uh, 
example of uh, of what an inetd service can be um i have a link to this uh, gopher server source code it's on my gitlab you can download and compile it and play with it uh, instructions for both the finger server and the gopher server are, are self-contained in the repository uh, but how this gopher server works is it reads the request from standard input the request is just a path to a file it then uh, reads that file into memory and then prints that to standard out. Uh, writing an inetd service is almost easier than writing uh, a cat program. I like to think of a lot of these inetd services as an application specific version of the cat command. Um, another thing you can do if you're on OpenBSD is you can make a lot of these services actually run with SSL. Uh, by pairing inetd with relayd um, on OpenBSD, the OpenBSD HTTPD server, uh, it's not a relay. It's strictly an HTTP uh, server. Um, so if you want to do something like create a reverse proxy to your Python test server running as a privileged user, uh, you know that type of bad idea stuff you see. Um, a lot of people using Nginx for. Uh, instead, you should use uh, RelayD on OpenBSD. That's what it's for. It's for relaying traffic. Um, so RelayD is kind of strange, but uh, in my example, I'm symlinking hypothetical existing HTTPD search that I obtained with Acme.sh. Um, this is as simple as ln-s. Etsy slash SSL slash example dot com dot full chain dot pem slash Etsy slash SSL slash example dot com uh, backslash colon port dot cert and then you do the same thing for the key you have to include the port in the name inetd looks for or not inetd relayd looks for uh, certs based on their name uh, and the name has to include the port. Uh, sample relay configuration looks like log connection, TCP protocol, echo D, uh, TLS key pair, example.com colon 9998, relay echo D, listen on example.com port 9998, TLS uh, protocol echo D, forward to localhost port 9999. So after you enable and start RelayD, it will now be listening on port 9998. So when RelayD receives traffic on port 9998, it'll do all of the hard uh, cryptography stuff, all of the hard SSL stuff, and then it will pass that request to localhost 9999. Guess what's listening on localhost 9999? Remember, it's RelayD. So RelayD will uh, listen on 9999. It'll pass all of those requests to our echo server, and then uh, that'll pass that back to RelayD, which passes it back to the client. Now we have an echo server that runs with SSL, and we didn't even have to learn socket programming in C. We didn't even have to learn how to do um, TLS in C, or we didn't have to learn how to do sockets in shell or TLS in the shell to be able to accomplish uh, you know, a fairly simple server. We can offload a lot of the hard parts onto existing daemons. Uh, so my conclusion, do I run inetd in production? Uh, not really, no. I have run inetd in the past, but I haven't seen a need for it. 
especially since Finger, Echo, and Gopher are are basically dead protocols. Nobody uses these anymore, uh, except hipsters. Um, I think even even if INETD is largely useless, it's still really fun to play with. Um, I, I think RelayD is probably more useful than INETD in a modern context, but but uh, I still have a lot of fun writing these services. Um, r essentially, writing small Unixy programs that uh, read from standard in and write to standard out, and when we tape them together with the right service, uh, we now have a network application. I I think it's fun anyway. Uh, thanks for listening to Hacker Public Radio. Um, I, I'm your host, Ben RC. This show has been about INETD. If you have any uh, questions about INETD or even OpenBSD, you can send me an email or leave a comment. Um, if you've ever thought about recording a podcast, Hacker Public Radio, the, it's a great podcast community. Um, and I think a lot of the people here are very helpful. So even if you've never recorded a podcast before, never even so much recorded audio before, um, I, I think a lot of people here are, are glad to help. It's a great community to be a part of. Um, uh, thanks for listening. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons attribution 4.0 international license.